Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Folks, welcome to the Cape Cod Fun Show, the show that's all about having the most fun possible in the most beautiful place on earth, Cape Cod, USA. My name is Eric Williams, and Greg is here. Hello. Oh, Greg, we got a big show. I mean, I really, can't wait. We have for done show. shows before that have been giant, that have had oh, their yeah. own sort of planetary properties, and revolved around Sons of Fun. All across the galaxy, but this one is its own galaxy of fun, Greg. Oh yeah, this with, a, with its with its own like gravitational force. That's right. We're just being pulled around, sucking now. us in. Ah! Uh, ground control to Major Greg. What's going on, bro? Let's check that all important Cape and Islands weather forecast for Saturday. Mostly sunny, Greg, with a high near twenty nine. Oh, that's oh, cold. Oh man, that's, that's cold. ice on the bird bath, Greg. Shiver. Now you have a bird bath, right? I do, but it's heated. You have a heated bird bath. Oh, yeah. Don't you? Um, no, I barely have running water at my house up there in Wellfleet. But, do, you, uh, do you have a bird bath? Uh, no, the birds can uh, stay dirty. I get oh. some dirty birds up in that neighborhood. I do have a uh, uh, squirrel-proof bird feeder that is not particularly squirrel-proof, though. <laughs> and I have some fat squirrels. Last year when this started, I was really angry. I would open my kitchen window and take the squirt hose thing from the sink and try to sneak up and squirt out the screen. And they were always too fast. And they would just run down and go, nyum, 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 and they'd just wait till I went and did something else. They're so amazingly intelligent. Uh, it just bothers me. And then they, have I, those, they have those fingers, you know, those, those, they'll get in there, they can break locks, you know, pick locks, all that stuff. Well, the funny thing now is that this year I've kind of said, okay, I'm not going to defend my bird feeder. Let them eat. I got tons of birds. I love the scene. And so I've become more relaxed with it. And now I swear they're just staring me down from the top of the bird feeder because it's really only three feet outside our kitchen window. And they used to be afraid if I came into the kitchen. Now they're just like, what are you going to do? They're I'm going to eat you sunflower seeds. They're trying to mesmerize you with those almond-shaped uh, I'm eyes. I'm a squirrel. I'm a squirrel. So, yes, uh, I do not have to worry about frozen uh, bird baths. Uh, the weather for Sunday... Mostly cloudy with a high near 30, so it looks like a bit of a chilly weekend. Good time to bundle up and get out there, take a walk. Let's check the tides. My fabulous wife, I think maybe today, is getting her shell fishing license up in Wellfleet. She might be taking her visiting sister out on the flats. Wow. To gather oysters, clams, and other denizens of the deep. I wouldn't go out there Sunday. What was the day, the 20s day? Was that... Uh... Uh, 29 on Saturday. Uh, that might be too cold for shell fishing. There is a temperature where they put the ball up uh, on a pole in the harbor, and it's too cold to go, because somehow... Oh, I didn't know that. They can freeze, and oh. when you trample along, you can somehow okay. hurt yeah. the oysters. Sure. We don't want to hurt the oysters, Grant. No, no, no. We want to be kind to the oysters. To preserve them for us to harvest. Until that moment of extreme violence. When they are plucked from the mud. And shucked. And eaten. 
I guess that's pretty violent. It is, actually. What have we done with this world? <laughs> Why do we all have to eat other things? That's the other thing. You know, sometimes to relax, I watch um, nature movies on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Blue Planet, Green Planet, uh, Chartreuse Planet. And it's always the same. No matter where you are, in the water, in the jungle, it's always about either animal lovemaking and reproduction <laughs> or animals eating other animals. Isn't there anything else? That's why I used to love uh, 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 Wild Kingdom. Remember Wild Kingdom? Now, what, did they hunt things there? Did they? With Marlon, Marlon Perkins. They would. They, get, they, they would. Did they hunted things? You saw animals. You know, you saw uh, you know lions chasing gazelles. That sort of thing. But that's the, gazelles, the same thing. But the gazelles always at the last minute got away. Oh, no, the gazelle know, got away. You never saw a, 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 a you know a, a cat pull down another animal. I think it's all it. the same. Every nature program, it's David Attenborough, and it's a bunch of things getting eaten or being born. Oh, and I agree. I and need something new, like a circus act, or can't we? <laughs> can't they? Uh, uh, can't they play cards? Oh, have them perform uh, tricks. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Enough of that. So uh, we got uh, chili. Roller, roller skating. Your your tides coming up this uh, this weekend. We got uh, high tides around three thirty and four thirty. Uh, on Saturday and Sunday, that means early morning-ish low tides. But you could get out there if it's not too cold. And again, I would urge folks to check out their town's rules and regulations and maybe get on down there and get a license and be part of the cycle of life and, I suppose, death. <laughs> it's okay, Greg. Don't worry about it, man. Animal, yeah, those violent animal shows really bother me. I, I won't watch them because I liked the idea of the gazelle getting away. All right. All Sorry. right. Sorry. I no, that's fine, Greg. It's too It's too real. Now, here we are in this uh, sort of uh, cold time of year where uh, sometimes it's hard to find a lot to do on Cape Cod if you're not going out and walking around. But, Greg, I had an adventure this past weekend I want to uh, share with you. Ooh. You will remember what? the triumphant moment when I uh, won the office raffle for the Devil's Purse giveaway thing with the empty growler and the gift certificate. Whoa, what a moment that was. That was a very exciting moment. Really, I didn't win it. Uh, a colleague won it, but then we sort of <laughs> traded. I traded Chicago tickets or like a Chicago tribute band tickets for the beer stuff. Good trade. And finally, I got down to Devil's Purse Brewing Company. That is in South Dennis, Greg, not too far from you. Very close to my what, house. What, three miles, four miles maybe? Very close, yes. Great yes. West, 120 yep, yep. Great Western Road in South Dennis. And I went in there. And it was lo it's lovely in there. Very hip, Greg. So if you're looking to be hip out in public, and I know you are, you Always. love being hip. Always. This is the place to go. It's sort of an industrial space, real high ceilings, and they have a nice tasting area with seating. They've got like a Ms. Pac-Man machine. Waka, 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 waka. You love Ms. Pac-Man, Greg. I guess you don't. That's <laughs> fine. How about Galaga? Asteroid? Who? What? These old-time video games. What? Retro video games, Greg? Uh, ping pong? No ping pong for you. Sorry about that, Greg. Uh, but it's a wonderful place where you can do tastings, and uh, they have all sorts of wonderful and obscure beers that you've never tried before. I filled up two growlers, Greg. Two growlers. I am jealous. With Pollock Rip IPA. And there's something about buying beer that's wicked fresh, Wicked local. Uh, you get it home, you pour it into the pint glass. It's just so alive, so yeah. deliciously alive. The yeah. bubbles and the froth and just that sense of something incredibly fresh. 
and full of booze. This is a 7.5 ABV, Ooh. which is a nice alcohol load in I a like beer. I like it. I like it a little high. Yeah, yeah most beers a little yeah. less than that, maybe yeah. running around five or so. So this has some extra kick to it. But, nice. I mean, you're really just drinking it for the taste, you know, and the hops and the just explosive live deliciousness. Man, it was great. There was another sort of hip couple in there. And they were doing the samples and stuff like that and talking and sharing things on phones. And it was very modern. They were playing wicked cool music. Yeah, yeah. And so it was a pleasure just to sort of loiter there. Nice. I talked to the people a little bit while they're filling up my growlers back in the land of tanks. Man, gleaming silver tanks. Oh, don't you love those? Oh, all producing beer, Greg. Yeah, yeah. Giant. Just imagine, vats. what could be more beautiful? Like vats of Big beer. vat cows, and they're milking beer or something. Mm-hmm. It's amazing, those, those beer scientists and what they can create. They had a wide assortment of stuff on tap, available to take home. And so, brought that back and was a hero, because my fabulous wife loves a good IPA. Oh, good. And when you pour that out, oh, so delicious. She's particular, though, in a way that's slightly nettlesome. Like, say we have a couple pints out of a growler, leaving two pints, like four pints in a growler. Yeah. Uh, and she figures, like, a day later, it's going to be flat. And I say, no, it might not be quite as effervescent, but she eschews, like, a half-filled growler. Oh, because you've opened it. It's not like a can R- pop on the top. But it's You're got a, drinking the whole It's thing. got a cap to it. I don't see how that's a problem, but that's just me. You know, but that's, that's more for me. Well, so it, means, I, it means you got to drink it faster, I think, right? Well, yeah, but you know, geez, can't, can't wait too long. Four pints. If you open it yourself, four pints of 7.5 ABV will put you in silly land where you probably don't want to be. Uh, how about two a day? Two pints a day, I think, could be pretty good. Yeah, it could be okay. All I need is a pint a day if I ever get out of here, to quote Band on the Run and Paul McCartney. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Going to give it all away. It's going to be nice, Greg. So that was... That sounds that sounds great, actually. And, and the nice thing is they're open a lot uh, in the off-season. I think they might be closed on Mondays and Tuesdays, but they're open the other days. Uh, devilspurse.com is their website. It was just a nice, spacious, inside place that had beer... Which is a pretty welcome stop in a Cape Cod winter. Because, you know, there's not a many really indoor fun spaces that are casual and open during the day where you can just sit and consider the goodness of the world, the goodness of beer. So that was a good prize then, huh? That was an awesome prize. Because yeah. not only winning it was fun, but going there was fun yeah. and drinking the beer was fun. The only thing, oh, oh. you know, the only thing I wonder is that this may have happened to you. You say, okay, now I'm going to buy all fresh beer. This is going to be my life now. You can call me Growler. That'll be my vanity plate on my car. Growler. Growler boy. But then, like, you know, you get these growlers at home. Eventually, they start under your sink. Then they end up in your shed. And you're like, gee, I haven't been down there in a while. I'm going to drive all the way down there to refill them up. Well, it's kind of on the way home. It's not that far. But it's like, it's you know, it's an extra step. Yeah. And it's an extra expense. You know, these growlers were like 15 bucks each. And that's for four pints, so you're paying $4 a pint, which is, you know, for super premium beer. That's, that's It's not yeah. bad. Yeah. You know, certainly if you went to a bar and got that for four bucks, you'd be pretty darn happy. No, but I mean, for good beer, you know, that isn't like Bud, um, you have to pay. Yeah, but you can probably pay less. So where does the rubber hit the road with growlers and local breweries for you? See, I've never had a growler. I always, I always buy it in my, uh, you know, in the uh, bottles, and 
I just started buying some in the cans. It's kind of weird because I think we grew up with cans, and then cans kind of went out of favor, and it was the bottles, and now You ever cans. smash a can against your forehead? No, I knew people who did, though. I thought that was really cool that they could do that and not have brain damage. Yeah, I mean, like, some guy tricked me when I first started doing it and had me do it with bottles, and I thought that was kind of <laughs> mean. Kind of messy. So, I don't know. I mean, um, I don't know, because I would say that my go-to beer brand, which you can get for $15 a 12-pack, uh, is Torpedo by Sierra Nevada, which is also a high-alcohol IPA. And now, I don't know what that, at, you know, but that's a company in California instead of sending your dollars into a local business, but it's probably half the price, if not how many, less. How many? 12 for a 12-pack? 12 12-pack for 15 bucks. You see, most of the beers I buy are four-packs, and you're paying, you know, you know, 12, 15. I mean, some of them are very expensive. Well, you're a fancy man with lots of disposable I, income. I'm Mr. Fancy Pants. Oh, boy. So anyway, I would highly recommend a trip to Devil's Purse Brewing Company, 120 Great Western Road in South Dennis. If you love beer, that is a mecca of beer. There are other great places on the Cape that brew beer, including Cape Cod Beer here in Hyannis. Lovely folks there. But, you know, really just that experience of getting out into a place where people are making something and are are super crafty about it and Mm -hmm. care about the product. There's a lot to be said for it. And it's a life-affirming experience, Greg, which we all need. Every now and again. Yes, because I love beer. Don't we all? Now, speaking of beer and other topics, you know, Greg, I was wondering, I wanted. To add, I don't want to spring this on you, you know, and ask you <laughs> questions, but, you know, one of the things that I've always enjoyed uh, about uh, living on the Cape in the wintertime when things quiet down is the fact that usually we have a football team, the New England Patriots, that takes a run through the playoffs. And so you look out, even in a winter environment, and you see coming up on Sunday a, a big event like this Sunday's playoff game versus the Chargers one o'clock you plan some food you grab some beer maybe get your growler growling all that good stuff and it's 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 a lovely thing and you kind of hope they make it to the Super Bowl even if they don't win it doesn't really matter but you have this date out there in February that you're thinking could be fun you might have some people over maybe Greg right you'd have some people over for a Super Bowl party and uh, I doubt it yeah that's what I uh, that's what I wanted to ask because you know it's kind of a sporty soap opera the Patriots in the playoffs in the winter on Cape Cod and I'm guessing you love this and that each Sunday becomes a special <laughs> day for you and I'm just wondering how you approach the Patriots in the playoffs what you do there Dennis at your house not much, you know. Uh, I know that comes as a surprise to you. You know, it's funny because when I was growing up, I actually loved football. I followed pro football. And, you know, I know the quarterbacks from like the 60s, you know, whatever, you know, Frank Tarkenton, you know, Brody. Uh, Brody? No, Brody. Brody, the guy. 40, wasn't, 40, he in, wasn't Sheriff Brody from Jaws, Greg? Is that? 49ers, Brody. Um, all those other guys. Uh, you yeah, know, yeah. Lou, Lou Dawson or whatever. Well, his name you're was. just making it up now. No, no. No, no, Dawson. Uh, Dawson. I knew this would happen. No, like, no, no. It's true. You are the least sporty guy I have ever known, and I'm guessing the Patriots in the playoffs means Roman, nothing to you. Roman Gabriel. Roman Gabriel. You are named. All right. You've I hit do. a few. Out of, uh, right, out of five, right. you've hit a couple, like one <laughs> okay. and a half. Okay, close. Old quarterbacks. Close. So this means nothing to you then. While people it, are- it, means, it means absolutely nothing to me. I'm sorry. I, I, know, I know people locally 
love the Patriots. People outside of New England hate the Patriots. They well, well, hate them so very in much. In absence of this... And uh, they're a dynasty. I, I get that. In they, absence they have a grumpy of this coach. cultural linchpin, yeah. what do you do on Sundays with nothing to look forward to? What's a Sunday around Shea Gregg? Um, unfortunately, I have to work ha. Sunday, so I can't like you know drink beer or anything like that. But um, I mean, it usually involves like going for a walk. We usually go for a walk. We go in the, there's a neighborhood. We, you know, might go to Nickerson State Park, which is a wonderful place for a walk. All right. Um, uh, or just sit around the house and do nothing. Well, that's uh, interesting. Uh, it seems like every Sunday is a big game. Well, I mean, people might be more interested in your big. life. I remember we just talked to Paul, the editor big here, game. and he's like, you got to do a show about Greg's family life. <laughs> no way. And the intricacies of what's going on down there. No, no. Now, before we went on the air today, you told me some odd story about a giant rock in your neighborhood. You have sort of a family compound where different relatives live in the same area. Yep. Some giant uh, glacial erratic rock. Uh, that uh, is in that area somewhere, really big and flat on the top. And you said that when you were in your 20s, you would climb up to the top of it and nude sunbathe. Yeah. Yeah, I did because there was, there was no one there. there. You know, my parents' house, it was shielded by like, um, you know, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> trees, uh, deciduous trees. So I could do anything out there. You could run well, naked what about through, the, s- through the woods. It would be like, whoa. You say deciduous, but what about when the leaves fall? You would not be up there? Uh, you'd plant conifers? What would you do to screen it, your nude rock? It was too cold, so it, it wouldn't, wouldn't matter. But this is such a cool rock. We used to call it the big rock growing up because, you know, when you're like 10 years old and you're like whatever three feet tall this rock is gigantic well, it's so, massive so where did the sense of uh tom sawyer wonder about this rock turn into nude greg on the rock <laughs> <laughs> when, uh, what, what inspired you it was probably an evolution you know he started out with you know playing with gun you know toy guns and stuff which 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 were very popular when i was young um it sort of evolved you know you, then you'd ignore the rock and suddenly when you're in your 20s you look at the rock and go whoa I can go up there and maybe take my clothes off. And, you so, know. so now I'm seeing Greg in his 20s as an experimental fellow, kind of a cool guy. Maybe you had a mustache back then? I guess I did a beard. How did you know? So, I mean, this is a different Greg than the way you present now, which is clean shaven. Boring, and, yeah, uh, kind, of, kind of dull. Yeah. Uh, somewhat conservative, uh, sometimes grumpy, let's say. Grumpy, uh, never conservative. All right, that, that's your bumper sticker. That's fine. <laughs> but uh, what changed from groovy Greg to now Greg? To Grumpy Greg. When's the last time you get up on that rock and just said, okay? You know, that's an excellent point. Maybe maybe I need to go back. Because what happens is you, you live life and you forget about the big rock. I mean, it's close by. It's not that far away. I can probably see it when I go from my parents' house. But life intrudes. And you forget about some of the simpler things that you once appreciated. Well, and maybe it's time this summer... To revisit that, except I have to shoot. They cut down all the trees. <laughs> how am I gonna? How am I gonna shield myself? Could you put up a little like fencing area on top of the rock? Or that's like, a great idea. Maybe bring like an umbrella, <laughs> or or like some kind of loincloth that you made out of potholders or something like that. I mean, I don't know. But that's so true, Greg. And you know, it doesn't have to be nude on a rock stuff. No, it can be a lot of different things. It doesn't have to be summer. It could be right now. Because Greg, I am about to reveal to you here on the 29th episode of the Cape Cod Fun Show, the one and only purpose of this particular podcast is to stir and awaken you. We had meetings before the show went on the air, 
and it was about you and your sense of fun and the sense of loss we were feeling. <laughs> and we said, what can we sort of put together that Greg will think is just a regular podcast and won't know that it's a giant fun intervention? A fun intervention. And I am now revealing to you, Greg. I like that. So oh, y- so this, that's, that's what this whole show's been about? That's, that's right. Is is take me back to my like childhood? Exactly, childhood joy. It's not about events or the Cape or anything. Oh, thank goodness! We're like a team of specialists. We don't even work here at the Cape Cod Times. <laughs> they brought us in here years ago. This is an intervention to work on a fun intervention for you. Moly. And so we are hoping. Actually, if you don't shape up by oh next week, you're going to be sent away to the Betty Ford Fun Center. <laughs> they have a lot of pinball machines. Uh, they got beanbag chairs, and you'll be funned up. Lots of clowns. We're hoping to do that without the expense, though. So that's what we've been up to, Greg. Well, everything's on the cheap, so you know. And this show costs absolutely zero. But it is priceless. It is the priceless. Cape Cod Fun Show. All right, Greg. Anyway, now, thanks for yeah. So that's what it's all been about. I'm flattered. I'm going to bring in some of the doctors. Actually, it's a, <laughs> that's a two-way mirror. They're all watching and taking notes right there. Do yeah. they have white coats on? That's right. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're wearing little booties and hairnets, and they're they're going to they're going to take me away, aren't they? We're hoping. We are just hoping. Yeah. Well, but, that will leave you with Mung. Mung, who I haven't seen for like three Where weeks. Where is Mung? I don't know, Mung. What happened to Mung? Mung went over to cover the Spacey thing on Nantucket, and apparently. It was freezing over there. It was really cold. And he caught a cold and then disappeared. He's been gone for a couple days. Uh, and so we hope Mung is okay in his Mungarium, which is the Mung terrarium. A wash in NyQuil. Drinking NyQuil and descaling himself. And oh. uh, what did you say? There's gravy everywhere? Gravy everywhere. Like he dripping loves. from the ceiling? Oh, from, from, from Mung, from the ceiling. He's all, soaking his feet in it? It's like all, a tub of gravy? It's all over the floor. He's, oh. he's recuperating Mung. in gravy. Get better, Mung. We're all uh, somewhat missing you, yeah, I think. I think so. Well, yeah. Greg, our mission here on The Fun Show, especially in the off-season, you got to look around to find these things to do. It's hard. It is hard. And luckily, the great folks from Cape Week here, which comes out on Friday in the Cape Cod Times, put together this monster list of great spots for music this winter, live music. And, you know, if you're not paying attention, it's sometimes you think there's really nothing going on at night. I'm just going to run through some of the names here, Greg, if you've been there or have anything to say uh, about live local music. Didn't you used to play in a band, the Greg Tones or something like that? Yeah, it was a, a acapella band. Oh, really? It was yeah, like a, yeah like, a, like a barbershop quartet kind of thing. Yeah, what kind of like Peg of My Heart and uh, Amazing Grace? What kind of songs did you do? They were kind of sporty songs, you know, kind of peppy songs. I you see. Know, so, you know, songs that may have been played by the, uh, you know, the four freshmen, the... the, the uh, Istanbul is now Constantinople. All right. Um, Liam Mag- on the Upper Cape, we have uh, Liam McGuire's Irish Pub on Main Street in Falmouth. And they've got music, uh, looks like... Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, Sundays. Liam McGuire's. Have I ever been there? I don't think I have. British Beer Company and Seaside Inn on, in Falmouth has live music. Dino's Pizza and Sports Bar. I've been there. Have you? Yeah, that's uh, in Mashpee. They're giant TVs, right? Big like, TVs. Like Humongo. Oh, man. They, got, like, they might have the biggest TV on the Cape. Probably. And we interviewed a bunch of Patriots fans there during one of the successful seasons, of which there have been many. That's Dino's on Route 51 in Mashpee. So we're talking about places that have live local music on Cape Cod. Here in the Mid-Cape, right here in High End, it's the British Beer Company, oh, yeah. which we've been to, Greg. Yep, yep, yep. Nice in there, kind of dark. Very nice place. I saw a band in there. People were kind of dancing around. It was uh, extremely jolly. Hmm. 
It's nice to see people who love music so much that even not getting paid too much, they want to go out and play and share it. And it's really, really cold out, and it's not really the kind of place. You know, it's it's really easy to sit, like I do, in the in, in the house and say, "Hey, you know, it's too cold out. I'm I'm not going to go anywhere." And you do, and um, here here's your reward: good music. And even if it's not that great, right? It's fun. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Unless it's really loud. Unless it's really bad. I don't like. Well, if it's really bad, it could be good. It's true. Would you go see like a flock of seagulls cover band or something like that? <laughs> no, you wouldn't. <laughs> And I ran. Yeah, I was gonna say how many, how many, so how, many songs would, how many songs would they have? Yeah. I don't know. How about April Wine or Lover Boy? How about a Lover Boy cover band? <sighs> Everyone's working for the weekend, Greg. Oh, that's right. I forgot that song. Come on. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, what else do we have here? A place called the West End on Twenty Scudder Ave in Hyannis. Fridays and Saturdays and Sundays they have music. What else? The Grand Crew Wine Bar and Grill. That sounds kind of fancy at the Cape Cod Resort and Spa on Iano Road in Hyannis. The Loft Restaurant and Bar at the Cove in West Yarmouth. Oliver and Plank's Tavern. Isn't that right down the street from you? It's close by. You ever go there? I've had dinner there. Did you have a good time? Yeah, we did, actually. Well, see? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Uh, Cleet and Anchor Restaurant and Tavern in Dennisport. The Red Nun in Dennisport. These are all places that have live music some days of the week. The Harvest Gallery Wine Bar. 766 Main Street in Dennis. That's also very close uh, to you, yeah, Greg. Yeah. O'Shea's Old Inn. Now, you hear a lot about that place. That's the Irish music place. Oh, yeah. Yep. That's uh, Main Street in West Dennis. I know people who go there and have a good time. In my neck of the neighborhood on the Lower Cape, the Well Tavern and Kitchen, which is a very fun bar just as you come into Wellfleet, 70 Main Street. And they have bands usually on the weekends. And that's a nice room, good beer, nice people. I've had some fun there. Coffee house at the Muse Restaurant and Cafe in Provincetown. I played there. You did? Many years ago. Are you serious, really? Yes, I played there um, on, yeah, it's like an, it's a nice place. The Muse is a lovely restaurant, really good food mm-hmm, mm-hmm. up on Commercial Street in yep. Provincetown. And so, pretty much they've been doing it for 28 years. Monday open mic and featured artists. So you get one person who's going to play like maybe 10 songs, like headlining, and then it's a bunch of semi-other talented people amateurs. sometimes really talented sometimes amateurs yeah I would file me under the amateur category and I still remember that night because I was walking into the place and I dropped my guitar outside <laughs> and I cracked it up wicked bad like the back had a big crack and it was kind of like oh, I'm like this isn't gonna hold together and I got up there I, amazing I'll, I'll name drop here I, I was playing some blues with Sebastian Younger the, uh, oh, the author, the author. he's a, a great blues harmonica player and we got up there and just riffed away I made up a song about I think there was an earthquake somewhere so some kind of earthquake blues of some sort wow we did okay but that was it for my guitar when I got home it was like <laughs> I tried duct tape didn't huh. work Huh. And so it was a... Uh, in here, I thought you played like the washboard or something like that. I could play the washboard. Can Why you? not? Well, I mean, I do enough laundry at home, Greg. Yeah. We talked about that, too. Here's a little known fact about Greg. <laughs> he brings his <laughs> lunch is, every day is, to work. Everything about me. He goes into the you. cafeteria, opens up his lunchbox and says, look at this. There's lunch in here. Like it magically appears because his wife makes his lunch for him every day and he doesn't even know what he has until he opens the lunchbox. It's a big surprise. It's a big reveal. She makes her own lunch and makes my lunch. You make well. her make your lunch. 
No, I don't make her. She wants. No, I don't know if she does. I, maybe she does want to. We're going to get the special guest in here. Can Greg's <laughs> wife please come into the Fun Show podcast studio? Uh, we want to ask a few questions. It is, it is a wonderful surprise. I, I think, hate because, making his lunch. <laughs> and there's a lot of other things that bother me about you, Greg Bryant. <laughs> I want to have fun. I want to go out to those music places. And now I'm at home making lunch all the time. <laughs> that, that's wrong. Something's wrong with that. Why do you do that? And why are you always scurrying away nude to that rock? Are you meeting someone at that rock? Why? What about us? And I'm not making your lunch tomorrow. <laughs> no. No, you have to. All Come right. On. All right, I'll do it. Come on, please. Oh, you're uh, fine. I don't know how to do that kind and of stuff. And you keep saying you're going to fix the porch and build a new porch. <laughs> it's been a year and a half, and you say you're thinking about it. You're you're planning it. I'm in the design phase. The design phase. That means the lazy on the couch phase. <laughs> oh, my mom was right. <laughs> Oh, you just sit at home, and you play with graph paper and porch magazines, and you never make a porch. Why? <laughs> then you talk about tomatoes all spring with your idiot friend, Eric. Tomatoes, tomatoes. Oh. Thank you, uh, Mrs. Bryant, for coming Thanks. in. Uh, Thanks very much. That's Greg's wife making a very rare appearance on the show. See you back at the house. Boy, that's see, that's see, Greg, everyone's conspiring to improve you. That is uh, that is rough stuff here this on the is, fun show. I know this is like God. the family dynamics are just exploding around us. Now, Greg, I feel bad. We just talked briefly before the podcast about eating out on the Cape. Now, um, I find eating out sometimes troubling price-wise, and it seems like you go out to eat now, and you know you're looking at entrees at twenty-five dollars and up. Yes, at a lot of places yep, where you yep. sit down and. Yep. But you say there's a special occasion reward to that kind of thing. I, I don't know. It seems like years ago, you know, my wife and I were then, I think we were courting at the time. We ate at a lot of re- restaurants on the Cape. And we sort of discovered that there's the low end, there's the middle, and there's the high. The middle, middle is really dicey. The so you lower, can- you kind, you know exactly what you're getting. You know, it's it's simple. Like maybe it's, an over-the-counter place or it's a casual light. place. Yeah, casual place. The middle's always, you know, some of them are kind of pretending. You know, the price is a little high. The food isn't that good. Or you don't eat out a lot, but you go to the, sort of the higher end. Interesting and theory. And that's where we have sort of... Uh, landed, I think, in you know, last like you know, twenty, thirty years. It's sort of that you don't go out a lot because it's it's expensive. But when you go out, the food's really good. You know, you get to know a certain restaurant or two. That that you are that, fancy. That are very um, your con- usual table, Monsieur. Consistent, yes, yes. Uh, the uh, high-end wine for you, sir. Oh my God, wine at a restaurant! I can't. I'm getting the vapors just thinking of buying a bottle of wine at a restaurant and. Uh, well, I think that's an interesting theory where, like, the low end could be the hot food truck, you know? Yeah. Or um, when I'm in P-Town, I often go to the dumpling place uh, in the center of town there. Kung Fu Dumplings, it's called. Oh, that sounds cool. Oh, man. And the pork dumplings are, like, seven bucks, but it's an extra buck to get them pan fried instead of steamed. Spend that dollar. No dollar has ever been spent more wisely. Wow, dumplings. And you get, like, I don't know, a bunch of pan-fried pork dumplings. Yeah. You know, and you're sitting at a counter. It's like you're in a city or something, and it is so delicious, so incredibly wonderful. So I see what you're saying. Like, a place like that, that's that's a low price point. But the mid-range, yeah, that's where you can end up getting something for, like, 
18 bucks that just sits there on the plate and yawns. Eat me. I'm mediocre. (laughs) Anyway, this was all spurred by our recent restaurant review that you can see at CapeCodOnline.com and in Cape Week and in the Cape Cod Times, we had our reviewer go to the old Yarmouth Inn. And that is in Yarmouth Port. I've eaten there a few times. Always had a nice time. Uh, Good food and good ambiance is what I like, but... There was a that place has been serving food forever. I mean, that is. Uh, I think since colonial days. Yeah, it's, that is a crazy long run. It of is food, and that's that's kind of nice. Uh, when you see places like Durgan Park closing in Boston, it's nice to have these old. I heard about. I that. know. That's like that's been there since what? The Revolutionary War? No, it's 1800s. Somewhere in the 1800s, maybe. Wow. Yeah, the waitresses are kind of mean. Maybe that's why it's kind of... Yeah, everyone's down. like, they, they can't take any playfulness anymore. Yeah. They need to be uh, sort of uh, bowed down. I am your customer. We don't, Love me. We don't like abuse. So, um, one particular on the specials menu that I thought might be right up your alley, Greg, and it sounded so good, I just want to briefly talk about it. Uh, it's a roasted beet salad. Mm. Now, it was on the specials page, but apparently uh, the... The person that went to the restaurant uh, with these uh, reviewing folks goes there all the time and gets it a lot and is, is begging the chef to put this on the regular menu. And this is, uh, what is it? Baby arugula mixed with red and yellow beets, feta cheese, pickle onions, and grapefruit slices. Wow, that with sounds a, fantastic. With a citrus vinaigrette. That sounds fantastic. Oh my God, because beets, man. I love, I, I grew up hating beets because, you know, they came from a can and they they were the, the, the real purple ones. You know the purple ones? Yeah, I know. Which, like, which, which are really bitter. And, yeah, they were horrible. Yeah. They tasted horrible. And then I discovered good beets and they are I love beets I grow them in my garden now and that sounds fantastic yeah so right there seriously my my, my mouth is watering yeah mine was too (laughs) the rest of the meal sounded really good too at the old Yarmouth Inn like it sounds like they know what they're doing because they've been doing it for so long but that one particular dish even if you just took that idea and made it yourself yeah I mean grapefruit slices that's wild yeah Mm. oh boy that sounds good Greg so maybe that's the next place I will go to. We also have a couple odd events coming up, Greg. I thought this was right up your alley. You live in the woods among your extended family, and you're kind of crafty when you do get up uh, and finally get out there. This is taking place next Wednesday in East Ham. East Ham artist Emily Miller will hold a workshop to show participants how to craft a fairy house from stones, bark, shells, moss, dried flowers, and other natural materials. It'll include whimsical furnishings and detailed miniature scenes using objects found on Cape beaches and in woods and gardens. Participants are asked to bring garden snippers. Other materials provided. Garden snippers? Garden snippers. What are they they doing with those gardens? Maybe it's a bris. That actually sounds like fun. Now, about one to four on Wednesday, that's going to be at the Snow Studio on the lower level of Snow Library, 67 Main Street, Orleans. It's free. So you might want to uh, get in touch with the Snow Library folks. Hmm. They're at 508-240-3760. That sounds whimsical. That sounds like fun, man. Yeah, like yeah. Getting yeah. a tree and putting a little door in front of it yeah. and like little yeah. things. I don't know. Yeah. That kind of uh, That kind of speaks to me. 
the moss. You know, you could make little, little trees. Um, oh, we could probably you know. get little figurines, maybe like oh, little yeah. dwarves and elves. Oh, like, yeah. oh don't come <laughs> into my tree! <laughs> I'm the king of this tree. You're not welcome in my tree. Get that would be nice. Get away from my fairy house, man. So that looks like really fun on totally, Wednesday. Totally. Uh, I love that. I mean, and that is something you get a little guidance, and then you start going on a tear of building yeah. fairy houses all over Cape Cod and enriching the world for all of us. That sounds like fun. All right, so that's good, Greg. Now we're getting you. And Greg, you love jazz. So this I is do. one for you. I think you better be here. I do. Be there. This is taking place 3 o'clock Sunday at the Cultural Center of Cape Cod. It's 307 Old Main Street in South Yarmouth, right near the Bass River Bridge. 440 Gypsy Jazz will present a jazz concert that blends the sounds of violin and clarinet as a way to expand the gypsy jazz tradition of Django Reinhardt and Stefan Grappelli, two of the greats of all time. Totally. This group will perform swing standards from the era of Cole Porter, George Gershwin, and Benny Goodman, as well as originals by band members. Uh, They've got a violinist, a clarinet, guitar, and bass. 3 o'clock Sunday, 440 Gypsy Jazz at the Cultural Center of Cape Cod. I think if I could be anything in the world, it would be like Django Reinhardt. If I could just... Do that. Don't you think he was just the coolest guy? Oh, my God. What a player. What an incredible guitar player. Yeah. That would be something. Now, that is very exciting. The other thing, Greg. Yes. I told you before the broadcast that I love ballet. You expressed doubt. And then I said, I love watching professionals who have rehearsed do anything, whether it's music Uh or dance. It's just fun to see people who just are just possessed by being excellent mm-hmm. it's always exciting so mm-hmm. saturday saturday january 12th ballet about which tells bullying story cape conservatory will present the dramatic ballet about a legendary east coast witch in a story that has an anti-bullying message legend of the witch mall dyer written and choreographed by artistic director jane caputo features two performers and dancers from the conservatory tells the story of a 17th century witch who became an outcast for being different Mm. and according to legend still haunts the village where she lived three o'clock saturday at the night auditorium at barnstable high school that's on 744 west main street in hyannis ten dollars that's a deal that's a bargain so that sounds good Hmm. what do we what do you say greg me and you a couple of tutus Oh, we could do it, right? right? Maybe we could do our own ballet. A little practice. Uh, we probably want to practice a little bit, though. It could be like Grumpy and the Weirdo. <laughs> and we could do like a two-man pas da deux da deux. What do you say? Would you ever dance in front of people? I can't even dance if there's a band and I have had too much alcohol. I, I just can't. I'm, I'm incapable of dancing. I just, even in your own house? I can, I can sort of I can sort of sway. You know, I, I, can, I can twitch my foot, you know? Um, oh, no. But I don't know. That's I, why we're implanting the electrodes in your brain, Greg. We're going to just press little dance buttons. Eh, eh. Oh. <laughs> you know, I actually I actually love modern dance, by the way. You could interpret all sorts of things, like yeah. the solstice you could interpret. You could run around in your yard. You could go up to the rock, shed some clothing, do the Greg dance. Oh, do the... Uh, uh, who's the... Uh, oh, yeah, the guy. Yeah, that's good. No, no, no. The uh, woman, uh, the 20s. Isadora Duncan? Thank you very the much. The long scarf person? Yeah. I, I saw you wearing a long scarf the other day and warned you. She did some pretty crazy dancing. Well, then let's do it. Let's do a, a podcast dance. 
that no one can see, but we can describe it like sports. <laughs> Greg's play shimmy. Greg's doing a little bit of twist now. Oh, he put his left foot behind his head. He's pogoing up and down on his right foot. Oh, he's like Barishna Greg. Look at him go. All right, Greg, we got to get out of here. Are you kidding right, me? There's sir. been too much going on. Too much fun. But I guess the message, the takeaway is find your fun, make your fun. It's the off season. There are some great things going on. You can find out more at CapeCodOnline.com or see Cape Week in the Friday Cape Cod Times. And there's hardworking folks here putting together little joy buds for you. We can always go to Wareham and get some weed. <gasps> Let's go. All right. It's decided. Road trip. Jeez, that's gonna be. We're gonna do a show on that. Wait till Mung gets back to address that kind of yes, thing. Yeah, let's. Yeah. All right, Greg. We have filled the uh, airwaves with joy and fun. It's been wonderful. Greg, uh, thank you for being here. Oh, thank you for inviting me. What a pleasure! What totally. a pleasure it is. My name is Eric Williams. You've been listening to the Cape Cod Fun Show podcast. Till next time. Till next week. See ya. Craig, get back in here and fix that porch. And you didn't empty the dryer. Greg! Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.